Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, book lovers. This is Taylor, a.k.a. The Bird, from Kiwi and the Bird. Welcome to this bonus episode about the yummiest, most delicious holiday cookie, The Bird Edition. I'm going to take a few minutes in this episode to talk about what are some of my favorite cookies to eat during the holidays and some cookies that I'm not too crazy about. Now, before we begin, if you'd like to donate to Kiwi and the Bird, you're welcome to either click in the link in the episode info or visit us on Venmo, which is also at Kiwi and the Bird. And we want to quickly thank you all who have been participating in our 12 Days of Books to Giveaway. It has been so much fun. It's only day two, but it has already been so much fun. We hope that you guys have been enjoying it. And a congratulations to our winners. The two winners we've chosen have been so speedy, so unbelievably quick in their ability to DM. It's, it's actually pretty insane. Once we've posted the little giveaway post, we get a response within like two seconds. I, I have no idea how you all do it but you've done such an incredible job. So thank you for participating. And now on to the show. Now, before recording this episode, I wanted to do some research on what was considered holiday cookies, because there are a lot of cookies that I eat year round that they might just be year round cookies. They might not be particular to the holidays. But let me tell you, I was very surprised upon my cookie research, it was delicious research by the way, that there are a lot of different types of cookies that fall underneath the holiday category. You know, December, December cookies, we'll call them December cookies. I picked out a few types of cookies I wanted to talk about in this episode, both that I like them and that I dislike them, and I'd love to hear all of your opinions about these holiday cookies, either in our Spotify Q&A or on Instagram, on Twitter, wherever you want to be heard about cookie deliciousness, we want to hear you. Now let's start off with the positives, okay? Some of the cookies that I love most. I mean, the chocolate chip cookie is a classic cookie. The chocolate chip cookie will not let you down. You, you really cannot mess up a chocolate chip cookie. I mean, you'd have to be really bad at baking like me. So actually, I could mess up a chocolate chip cookie. One time, I made Top Ramen. Actually, this has happened to Kimi too. And Top Ramen, you know, you there's one ingredient, just water. You know, whether you boil it on the stove or the microwave. I forgot to put the water in my Top Ramen. And I burnt it. And my house smelled like burnt top ramen for like a week. So definitely not the greatest baker, but across the board for everyone else in the world, it's hard to mess up a chocolate chip cookie. Now the second cookie, I, I can understand if it's a bit contentious. It is the gingerbread cookie. If you've listened to our recent episodes, you will know that Kami does not like gingerbread cookies. She calls it a hot spicy cookie. Which she's not wrong because there are a lot of spices in gingerbread cookies. When I was younger, I did not like gingerbread cookies. Like Kimi, I was like, this is just an explosion 
of cinnamon and something that makes my tongue feel hot. I was not a big fan of gingerbread cookies when I was younger. And also I was like, what the heck is molasses and why would I eat it? It's called molasses. Why am I saying it in a weird way? Molasses. I, I, why would I ever eat this cookie? But as I grew older, I felt I grew wiser. My stomach grew wiser, at least to me. And I began to love gingerbread cookies. My family, we have our own little recipe that we make. And I think that's kind of helped. I think we put a little less spice than most gingerbread recipes call for. So that's probably saved the hot spicy cookiness of it. And I found that gingerbread is just kind of a very soft and moldable little cookie. It goes well with a lot of things. It's cinnamon. The thing, I, I usually like to eat gingerbread cookies when they're right hot out of the oven. Like so hot that they're basically still dough. They're very, they just crumble apart in your hands. I like to just stuff that crumbledness aspect into my mouth. I don't care if it's in a shape. I don't care if it's frosted cute. No, I'm just putting it into my mouth. I love a nice, hot, warm, gooey gingerbread cookie. Now, two other cookies on this list might be considered unusual as a holiday cookie. And I put them on here because I have a local cookie connoisseur bakery, I guess is the best way to describe it, called Chip Cookies. And no, this is not an ad. Any adoration I display for this company is purely of my own volition. But Chip Cookies creates a a weekly new cookie flavor. In the past, they've had Butterfinger cookies, the Samoa cookie Girl Scout cookie. They have had a Twix cookie, like a Twix made into an actual cookie. And during the holiday season, Chip Cookies kicks it out. They make a hot chocolate cookie, which has a little gooey marshmallow melted in the middle. They have a red velvet cookie, which actually I did eat a red velvet cookie from Chip Cookies today. So I can attest to how good this cookie is because I literally just ate it. And yes, I did eat it midday. I regret it now, but not really. And the red velvet cookie is so warm and it just... It's not hard. It's a very soft cookie, and you get some yummy cream cheese frosting that you can drizzle over it. And I like to warm mine up for 26 seconds. Yeah, specifically 26 seconds. If it's 25, it's dead to me. Now that I've discussed some of my favorite cookies, I would now like to talk about some of my least favorite cookies. But before we do that, here's a quick commercial break. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Let's talk about some cookies, some holiday cookies that I'm not the biggest fan of. And if you love these cookies, this is not a slight against you. I respect you and your stomach. I respect your appetite. I respect what you choose to indulge yourself with. Just for myself, I have very particular tastes. I'm Italian. I love food. I'm devoted to food. But I will divorce food if needed. I feel like that's within my rights. One holiday cookie that I've never been a fan of that my stomach has not wisened itself to 
even after all these years, is a peppermint cookie. I don't know why, but I do not like peppermint itself. I don't like peppermint ice cream. I don't like little peppermint candy canes. Anything with peppermint just tastes like toothpaste to me. And so to eat hot, gooey toothpaste in a cookie, uh, 9 out of 10 dentists would not recommend. Would not recommend. Is that a real statistic? It is not. But I am still using it. Another holiday cookie that I am not the biggest fan of is just any holiday cookie that has fruit in it. I am not eating a cookie to fulfill my fruit quota of the day. You know what I'm saying? I'm eating a cookie because I want something decadent, rich, and something that will incapacitate me for approximately three hours. If I taste a fruit in my cookie, one, I don't like that the fruit pieces would be hot if the cookie just came out of the oven. And two, a fruit a fruit is just, it's too sweet for a cookie. There's already a lot of sweetness in a cookie, you know? Adding fruit to a cookie, I feel like, demoralizes the very concept of a cookie. A cookie is not supposed to have many nutritional benefits. <laughs> and And it's meant to stay that way. <laughs> And then the last cookie that I'll talk about today that I do not like. Again, if you like it, I have nothing against you. But the last cookie is those store-bought, what are they called? I just looked it up and the name is Loft House Cookies. Those very sprinkle overdosed. It's like a unicorn threw up onto the cookie. Sprinkled, frosted very soft cookie. So soft that it's like biting into a fleece blanket. I don't know why, but I do not like the Loft House cookies. A Loft House cookie is like a cookie from a cartoon that someone made in real life thinking that the cartoon would taste good in real life. But it's just, these type of cookies aren't meant for reality. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. Let me know what you think about holiday cookies. What are some of your favorite holiday cookies? What are some of your least favorite holiday cookies? And most importantly, what are your thoughts on the Loft House cookies? We all know what they are. Instinctually, we recognize them. They're in those same plastic containers that are really hard to open, that you have to pry open. And so if you agree with me, if you disagree with me, if you want me to see your thoughts and opinions, you can use hashtag birdbrain on either Instagram or Twitter. Kami's hashtag if you've listened to her episode and if you want to show support for her episode or give your thoughts and opinions on her episode, use hashtag KiwiPower. She would love to see what you have to say. For my co-host, we both hope you have a wonderful bookish day and that your next read has a happy ending. And remember, like a library, at Kiwi and the Bird, shh happens. <laughs>